everybody. So today is Friday. That means it's time for the Friday favorites. And this is a series where I do a list or something fun every Friday. Uh, and we talk about uh, a topic that I think is interesting. And this is my third of my series of Say Something Nice About. I did all the Marvel movies. I did all the Illumination, which was challenging. And today I thought it would be fun to say something nice about every Star Trek film. And the Star Trek films are somewhat hit and miss, like most franchises, but they're really good uh, when they're good <laughs> of uh, telling interesting sci-fi stories uh, in and having likable characters, likable performances. Even in the bad ones, they still have those likable performances. I mean, whether it's the original series crew or the Next Generation crew or the new crew, they all do a really good job with casting and creating characters and a team dynamic that we're invested in and that we really like. And uh, so uh, this should be pretty fun. Say something nice about every Star Trek movie. And I thought of this because of the upcoming series finale with Star Trek Discovery. Uh, Tom and I, we when everything sort of blew up uh, in my life uh, with everything, I... Uh, we are actually planning on doing the recap that weekend uh, for uh, the next two episodes, but then everything was just too crazy and I hadn't had any sleep. And and so what we decided to do is we're just going to, after the, the season finishes, we're going to do a end of the season recap. And so that should be really fun. We'll talk about everything that happened in all of those episodes. So that should be good. So let us know what you think about that. And let's talk about a favorite thing from every movie of Star Trek. So first movie is Star Trek The Motion Picture. They spent all their money on beautiful cinematography, beautiful production design, and a great score by Jerry Goldsmith. So it's super boring, but it's really nice to look at. So Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan is next to come out in 1982. This, in my opinion, is one of the great sci-fi films ever made. It's so good, this dynamic between Kirk and Khan. Uh, Ricardo Montalban is so much fun playing Khan with the episode Space Seed, but you don't need to have seen the episode to understand what's going on, uh, but it, it kind of adds flavor, which I think is a great way to do this kind of show to film adaptation uh and i think it has really like gruesome elements to it and there's some horror elements to it particularly when that bug goes in <laughs> uh checkoff's ear that's pretty gnarly and i really like all of the uh actors that they have here obviously you've got your original series actors but ricardo montman is just chewing it up and having a great time and him and uh, William Shatner have really good chemistry and dynamic off of each other. Well, also the sacrifice of Spock at the end is earned and it's emotional and it works for me. Uh, Star Trek three, the search for Spock, I actually think it's a little bit underrated. I quite enjoyed it. And I know it's that this series is long felt that the even ones were the good ones and the odd ones weren't. I actually prefer this over, uh, Star Trek 4, which I know is crazy talk, but I don't know. I really like the whole idea of the Genesis planet and uh, Spock having to 
basically be kind of reborn. Some weird moments with Savik, played by Chrissy Alley, and what she kind of has to do to help Spock is strange. Uh, but but I really like uh, McCoy in this movie. I think DeForest Kelly does a really good job with those scenes in that role. Uh, and you get nice moments for, uh, for Chekhov, for uh, Uhura in this one. Nichelle Nichols is so strong. So I, I really enjoy it. I think it's interesting and it's a pretty good sci-fi movie. Christopher Lloyd is not the greatest villain, but he's having fun. So I don't hate him. Uh, but So I enjoy this one more than most. Let's put it that way. Okay, then we have Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. This was in 1986, so two years later. And this one is really funny and it's really family-friendly. There's this probe that in the future is sending out this uh, signal. Nobody can figure out what it's trying to do. It's starting to destroy the earth and destroy the, the different planets and everything, creating this, uh, creating this storm. And uh, it turns out that it's this distress call and they figure out that it's, it's actually a whale. <laughs> and so they develop this plan that they're going to go back in time to the 1980s and they're going to get some whales and uh, before they're extinct because the humpback whale in the story goes extinct. So they have to go back to 1985 and uh, then they're going to steal the whales and the, the person running the whales, the aquarium, is uh, Mrs. Camden <laughs> from Catherine Hicks from Seventh Heaven uh, is in this, and uh, she's she's a marine biologist or whatever, and she gets to know uh, Kirk, uh, and they have a pretty fun dynamic, and there's some really funny fish out of water scenes, uh, particularly with Spock. Uh, there's a great scene with him on like a train or a bus. I can remember. But uh, his interaction with this uh, hard rocker type is pretty funny. Okay, then we have Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. This is one directed by William Shatner. It's pretty bad. The production design is terrible. They definitely, they, it's kind of a similar situation of, of Superman 4. They just didn't have the budget to do what they wanted to do. They had to cut a lot of things out, change things all around. And while they were shooting because of the budget and it just, it's not a very good movie. And uh, it, it, it has interesting ideas though. I think that's my positive thing about this one. The idea that Kirk kind of realizes that he needs his flaws that you know he, he doesn't want to live just this sort of uh, life with no uh, no thoughts and no individuality and no meaning and this uh, you know the, the, I think that that's an interesting idea but the way that it's executed is just not great. Star Trek Sixth Undiscovered Country. This one I think is really underrated. It's directed by Nicholas Meyer, who did Wrath of Khan. I think that Christopher Plummer is such a great villain in this. And I think that you actually see uh, Kirk uh, getting tested uh, because he's so bitter uh, towards the Klingons about the death of his son. And when you know, he, he sort of called out, are you, are you a racist? Are you, are you prejudiced against the 
Klingon. And it's not an easy answer actually for him. And I think that the whole trial thing works really well and how they pay homage to kind of Shakespeare at some points. And uh, it's, it's just, I think a really solid little movie, sci-fi movie and uh, uh, very entertaining. So there you go. That is the original series. So then we have the next generation movies, Star Trek generation. It is really fun having Picard and Kirk in the same movie. Unfortunately, the rest of the movie I don't think is great, but especially the action is not up to par. It feels kind of like a longer version of the TV show, and it feels like they're kind of resting a little bit on that gimmick. But nevertheless, it is super fun to have the two of them together in a movie. Then First Contact is really solid. I like the addition of the Borgs. I think that that was a really uh, clever idea. And uh, I think uh, that, you know, sort of a zombie kind of uh, idea uh, within the Star Trek world really works. And I think you get a pretty good performance from Patrick Stewart in this uh, as uh, as Picard. So it's a, it's a definitely the best of the next generation, in my opinion. Then we have insurrection. Insurrection is pretty forgettable. The thing I like about this movie is this whole idea of this planet that has these rejuvenating effects, this, the Baku that, uh, sudden Jordy can see, uh, and there's all this rom- romance going on, which is fun. And I, everybody's just feeling kind of renewed and rejuvenated. But the problem is, is that there's a cost to be paid for that rejuvenation and sort of this dynamic between the Baku and the Sona who are using like plastic surgery that thing going. And so you have this divide between these two people and the back and forth. I like Donna Murphy in this. I, you know, it's kind of fun to see Mother Gothel in another role. <laughs> we have Star Trek Nemesis, and this one has an interesting idea at the core of this idea of Picard being uh, cloned and his clone becoming sort of the evil version of him. And Tom Hardy does a pretty okay job he's pretty over the top and silly uh but you know it was what was asked of him he does a pretty good job with what was asked of him but the whole movie doesn't really work it's just uh it's just feels very very cheesy and it's just i don't know it's not it doesn't feel authentic to the character picard and it just doesn't really work for me. Star Trek uh, with uh, J.J. Abrams reboot. And I think the best part about this movie is just the tremendous casting. Everybody is so good in their roles. And that is a very tall order in order to do. And I think it's such an entertaining, just basic blockbuster. And uh, so I really enjoy it. And then Star Trek Into Darkness. I think the best part about this movie is Benedict Cumberbatch as Khan. He's just chewing it up, having a really good time. I think that he's great in this movie. Uh, And then last is Star Trek Beyond, uh, which I just thought was so much fun. I really enjoyed all of the action. I thought was really good. I really liked the new character played by Sophia Battelle. I thought she was really good. And uh, I think when I was Omar or something like that, anyway, she was great. 
and I just really enjoyed it. Here we go. That is my thoughts on each of the Star Trek movies. A positive thing to say about all of them. What do you think of Star Trek? What do you think of the series? What positive thing do you have to say about each of them? I'd love to hear. And uh, thanks so much. Please subscribe to my channel. I'll talk to you later. Bye.